This is the KRMG Afternoon News with Skylar Cooper. All right, talking with Emmett Hahn, co-founder of the Chili Bowl Nationals, 38th annual, right? Can you believe it's been 38 years? It don't seem like it. In one way and in other ways, it seems like I've done it my whole life. <laughs> but going strong as ever, isn't it? It's bigger than ever. Uh, it just grows every year. Uh, you know, our sponsorship uh, this year on our car count, it's the uh, second highest that we've ever had for the Chili Bowl. And uh, shootout was a record. So it, it just keeps growing. You know, I know it's considered to be the largest, if not one of the largest, indoor racing events in the whole world. And this week is proof as to why that's such a great concept. You've got weather issues. It's raining right now. Perfect to be inside. That's why we get uh, spectators from England and all over the world to come in here because they know the race is going to be run as scheduled. Yeah, there's no in interruption with this kind of thing, is there? No, somebody said, oh, gosh, you got some bad weather out there. And I said, that's why it's an indoor show. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. You said second rec uh, record second number of cars there. How many are in this year, and how do you whittle that all down on Saturday night? It, it Saturday is a long day because <laughs> everybody runs on Saturday, and we start about 9:30 or 10 in the morning. And uh, but we had 373 entries this year, and that's a uh, that's a lot of cars to run in one day. Absolutely. And you see people from I know there's kids that run in this. There's NASCAR professionals and other professionals around the world. How does it draw both ends of the spectrum like that? You know, it, it's hard to answer that question. I, I, like I was talking to Jade in there a while ago, this is not just a race. You know, everybody said, well, this is the biggest indoor race in the world. When you look at it, it's the biggest dirt track event in the world. And in fact, it's one of the biggest events in the world. Uh, USA Today done this survey four years ago and Chili Bowl came in fourth in the world in every type of motorsports. And tell me the story of how it was thought up. How did you and your partner think of this all those years ago? Well, my partner, uh, he ran the Devil's Bowl at Dallas. He had the first World of Outlaw show, and uh, I ran the shootout in 85. And uh, after I ran that, I thought, you know, if we could get this where we could run midgets, but we needed sprint car, we needed names in the midgets to draw a crowd. So that's how my partner got involved. I called him because he knew all the drivers. And uh, so that's how our partnership came about. But uh, he got the drivers the first few years. We bought a lot of plane tickets, paid a lot of money, a lot of hotel rooms. And uh, but it's all worked out. Now this type of racing, it's it's pretty unique. You know, you've got the the cars that look like nothing else. It's not a stock car. It's not a you know F1 looking car. How does that kind of racing differ, just from the technical side? Well, I think that's another reason this thing's so much fun. You're talking about the different looking cars. We don't have. Uh, we just got some safety body rules. So this is one place that they can uh, use their imagination and fix a car however they want to. JJ built a special car for this race. Uh, where he can get his left run up on the berm on the inside, and they just do things like that. <laughs> and the, the engines in these things, is it typically motorcycle engines, or what do they run on? Now, motorcycle engines is at, is at the shootout. Here, they run, uh, Toyota's probably the number one, and then uh, Mopar, uh, and Gary Stanton has got some engines in there. But to tell you how good these engines are, they're a little four-cylinder, and 
to purchase one, they're $60,000. Wow. A little inline fours, right? <laughs> yeah, a little inline four cylinder, but they make a lot of horsepower. What, what would your horsepower number guess be? <laughs> Heck, you may know perfectly, precisely. No, you're probably, uh, with that little four cylinder, you're probably 425 to 450. A lot of power on a little and car. They, and these little old cars weigh 850 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so they can do a wheelie anytime they want to. How does it look this year, competition-wise? And uh, who, who are some of the big names that came in this time? We got uh, we got some big names in here. We don't have the Kyle Larsons and and uh, and Christopher Bell. Of course, Joe Gibbs won't let him run an open-wheel car. Uh, and as I was telling them in there a while ago, this will probably be the first year that you don't have a favorite. Rico has gone to Australia. He'll be back next year. So there's probably 12 to 15 cars that if any one of them is working, they can win the feature Saturday night. So maybe a, might be a year with a first-time winner. Uh, could be. But i tell you what, uh, you know, two years ago when uh, Tanner Thorson won it, uh, Kyle Larson run fifth or sixth. So... We we've got some we got some big time hitters here. Has anything changed in the safety world? Uh, you know, I, was, I remember the poor kid last year who uh, had an incident, and got thrown out of the car. Has anything had to be looked at on that front? No, they they mentioned that in there in a press conference, and it's a, just a simple thing. He did not have his seatbelt buckled, and so you can't fix that, you know, and uh, so. He, he won a race at the, at the shootout. You know, he's back. But uh, in all of my years in open wheel, 45, 50 years, I have never, never seen a driver ejected out of an open wheel car until that. In fact, the fact that he wasn't buckled in, it still shocks me that he even could get out of the car, you know. But probably lucky that he did. Yeah. That's incredible. I hadn't heard that, that yeah. he simply didn't buckle in. Yeah. Well, looking ahead, I mean, here we are, 38th annual. Do you anticipate, I mean, you say it keeps growing. Do you anticipate anything changing about this, or is it such a well-oiled machine that it'll be like this every year? They, they, we run basically the same show. We try to change some things up, get some different looks, and uh, we do some things different. Our pole shuffle that we've done in the past for the starting positions in, on Saturday night's main, uh, we're doing that different this year, and it'll be a lot more fair for them. Uh, and we're really here just to keep everybody on a level playing field. But we got an information booth that we've needed for years, you know, for these people that 85% of our ticket holders are from out of state. So where we can help them out, show them, tell them how to get to the malls, uh, where is this, where is that. So we just do little bitty things each year and try to improve. And on the... Uh economic side we hear from the chamber each year about how beneficial this is for the city and that's because all those people you just mentioned coming in from out of town they got to stay somewhere and they got to eat somewhere that's that's pretty cool for you know something you started all those years ago that's giving a big boost to the city well and we just they just done a deal here 60 days ago where we had needed some information for the state and the shootout brings in 9.4 million dollars and the chili bowl brings in 31 million and just like uh, visit Tulsa was in there talking a while ago at this chili bowl right here they use 6,000 room nights just this week of the chili bowl pretty good <laughs> it's not bad not in the middle of the winter it's kind of Tulsa's Super Bowl isn't it yes it is yes it is 
That's that, in fact, that's one reason it's called Chili Bowl. We had a guy made chili, and he sponsored this first year, and we ran it on a Sunday against the Super Bowl. So that's how it came with its name. I didn't know that backstory. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh -huh. <laughs> Emmett Hahn, it's always great to talk with you. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you.